Well, it implies you had Yakmouth before. So you're agreeing with me that certain questions apply to certain things? Sure. Okay. Okay. This yes, I, implied that I am implying that you wear your kid's jewelry. That that's but my kids don't have jewelry. Okay. Is that your wife's pearl necklace? Then? My wife doesn't have a pearl necklace. So what does so that leave yours. you? Proper deduction. What does that leave you? Interesting. Ah, that we hired a youth pastor that wears faux pearl necklaces. That's where that leaves me. You hired a youth pastor that we, loves. Okay. Yes. The, are we recording? We are. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Yo, my name is Kieran, and this is my co host, Ken McAnulty, and welcome to One on One with PK. Free just, internet. Yeah, just pigeons. I don't care what you plan. Because <laughs> we want them to learn, we want them to grow. You know, I love you. I do want you. Man, what's up? <laughs> Oh man, chill it, bro. Chill it. Sweet. So tomorrow's big day. Huge day. Huge day. It's back to school. Back to school for what well, we know for Hillsborough County. School right, right. Starts tomorrow. Man, I'm I'm all ready. I got all the kids. Now you don't have to worry about that. So your kids are in college, so they have to do their own thing. But me, so it's a big day for me too. So your wife is in the educational system. She is, but then also my son actually moved out. My daughter moved out last week. My son moved out Saturday night. No way. Yes. So okay. <laughs> Empty nest. This is kind of a this is kind of a big season this for me is a too. Huge season. Yeah. For you. Something brand new. So it's the funny the contrast. Yeah. Your kids are you know starting new in college. My kids are starting just. So you have I'm your, back at the bottom, right? Your your oldest daughter is in first grade, second grade. She's going into second grade. Going into second grade. That is crazy. In my like second grade, and then my youngest, or sorry, the your youngest middle, is a baby, she's right? Not but the doing middle, right. the middle. She's not a middle, but my second, yeah, Myla. She'll be starting VBK here um, next week. Actually, she'll start next week. So do you have everything set up, everything ready for them to go to school tomorrow? Do you ever have everything ready? Well, I mean. I mean, so you, what, what, I think, what all do you have to do tonight to so, get them ready for school tomorrow? So ready to me is an illusion. Okay. We're never really ready. We're prepared, mm. but are we really ready though? I'm not ready to send my second grader to school. I'm not ready. I may have all the notebooks and I may have all the, the pins and the glitter and the pearls. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you're, you're wearing them today. So <laughs> send them to school. You want to bring that back? <laughs> You want to bring send that back? Him, send them with is her that, to school tomorrow. That, you, bro, you brought it back, that, so I just thought I'd say is it. Is that what we're doing? But anyways, I, so, yeah. you know, put no, it in the chat, no. guys. If you, if you would be willing to wear pearls, you know, we just want to know. Uh, we just want to see hey, what you know your what? I think is. This is what I think. Of, I think this is what you guys appreciate <laughs> about. you like the pearls on This is what here. you appreciate about our church and our culture. We value authenticity. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to express yourself. It's okay to be the person that God has created you to be. Don't make me start preaching here. And it's you also okay to, for your you, friends to mess with you. Oh, we're friends? Yeah. You didn't say best, so. No, my wife kind of sits in that slot. No, sorry. your wife is your wife. Your wife can't be your best friend. She is also my best friend. Yep. You can't sit here with pearl necklace on telling me you can wear what you want to wear and tell me how to have my best friend. I'm not telling you how to have a best friend. <laughs> I'm saying your wife should be elevated higher than that. She is. But she fits both of those slots. That's how she's elevated higher than that. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Can, is that possible? Wife aside, yeah. is that possible to fulfill both slots? Yeah. So how can you be my boss and my friend at the same time? Mm, that's a good question. 
know, I think there are moments where um, I have to put the boss hat on. But then. So you're not fulfilling them at the same time then? Probably not exactly at the same time. Yeah. But so there are moments where my wife, she has to be my wife, which can mean different things to everybody. Sure. But ultimately, she's, I'll, I'll define it as the person that God created to, to help fulfill me. Fulfill you. No, she doesn't oh. fulfill me. Okay. And complete you? I, she can't complete me. <laughs> she can't complete me. That's, that'd be. So you're saying Tom Cruise was wrong? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like honestly, she yeah. like if and and let's go here wherever we're going. <laughs> this is what we do on the show. <laughs> if if she were to complete me, what happens if she failed? Mm. You know, that's good, right? Yeah. So like then if 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 Madonna, if Erica, if we were we we held them in in this spot in our life where if they don't satisfy whatever level I need to wow. when they don't you know then what am I yeah so she can't be my best friend I mean, I'm sorry she can't be someone who completes me right she has to be somebody separate that God allows to add to my life right to make it better um, and I'm working through these thoughts but anyways I don't even know how we got there I don't we even just know drifted. how we got pearls. there we, we got there from well, pearls you, you brought it back you again said, didn't you? you said you were going to send your daughter with pearls and so that's how we ended up there so you were changing the subject to get away from talking about pearls. But is that what I was doing? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so question for you. Yes, um, sir. You know, not not the physical stuff. You know, schools provide lists and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. for for your kids. But you know, talk to talk to the parents that are watching. I mean, you're our youth pastor, so you navigate this with teenagers all the time and with parents. You have your own children. Mm-hmm. How do you prepare your kids? for the first day of school emotionally spiritually how do you how do you navigate that i think first we have to know that if we're waiting till the day before school we've waited too long mm. and so we we're we're, we're constantly teaching our kids we're constantly mm-hmm. teaching so so you know i learned some of these things from you indirectly it's there's not a moment where you say okay this is where i'm going to teach it has to be every moment we're constantly just right. providing lesson using every moment of their life, our life to build whatever we know we seem or deem is right based on scripture. Yeah. And so, man, I'm, but then there are moments, there are situations where like, for example, my daughter yesterday was really nervous about meeting her teacher. Mm. Like she was re- like getting emotional. She, and these are natural things that may be silly to me, but it's serious to her. Right. And so just navigate through well, that. Well, it is, yeah. you know, you're, when you're navigating something mm-hmm. new, that can be nerve wracking. It can be different. You yeah. Know, you, you don't know how people are going to perceive and you. That, it, and that's huge, especially at that yeah. age. Those kids, you remember. You, oh, yeah. You know, we, adults I don't, I don't remember myself going through that. I mean, that's a, a few years ago, but I remember my kids going through it. So It was a few years ago. Just a few. Just several. I have very few memories from first and second grade, just to be real. <laughs> but we, nonetheless, even in our, in our adolescent stage, we were always concerned with how people perceived us. Did you and, say 2,000 years? No. And two, I was going to say in 2015. Oh, okay. I was trying to help you out. Thank you. I appreciate that. I thought you. I thought he said 2,000 years. No, I. I, I would I didn't not s- have been cool. That wouldn't have been cool. It would have been faux. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was about as good as my of, as my use of lit, lit on yeah, the stage. Yeah, yeah. 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 You are so cool you, right now. We're just cool together. Oh, we're just yeah. cool dads. 
But yep. no, but so just constantly just remembering that preparation is not an event. It's an mm. everyday thing, right? It's like every day we're constantly preparing our kids. Mm. So that's why certain parents feel drowned in, in like big moments. Wow. Right? Because we've waited too long to like coach. And so one thing Eric and I are learning is, okay, let's start teaching our kids now yeah. about how to deal with, with conflict and not wow. wait until a humongous conflict comes and now everything's kind of out, out of order. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I would assume that there are different things that you want your kids to be prepared for and prepared with at different seasons and times of life. Right. So let's, let's take some broad general strokes, but get really kind of detailed for people mm-hmm. a little bit. So what is something that a parent should be preparing their elementary school age child for? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. To me, it's, and this is, and all of these can be subjective, right? Sure. And so to me and my family, what I want my daughters to be is respectable mm. young women. That's, that's mm. first and foremost, right? And so when an authoritative mm. figure speaks to you, yes, ma'am, no, sir. Wow. You're listening, you're engaging. And we even learned yesterday, like, in order for someone to know you're listening, there has to be action that follows, right? Yeah. And so when you do, when you, someone says something, follow it. And even sometimes the response, yes, sir. Yeah. It's a form that, okay, I'm engaged. And so that's what really I want our kids to be. I want yeah. them to contribute to society just being a good person. So one of the things that you're really focusing in on is teaching your children to engage. Engage. To engage in the moment mm-hmm. that they're in, to not be sucked in by, by um, communication and by technology mm-hmm. and just all the things that are going on around them, but to engage with especially authority figures, especially people in their life that are trying to speak into their life, Absolutely. like teachers. And I think that's beautiful. And I think that as parents, um, that's something that, that can be done every day to prepare your child for school. And I can see, having taught school, the benefit of that. Mm-hmm. So let's let's shift a little bit to later. What about like a middle schooler? What what would you want a middle schooler, you know, this kind of begins to hit in your wheelhouse mm-hmm. as a youth pastor. What would you want a middle schooler to really understand and be prepared for for that first day? So <clears throat> studies have shown that seventh grade is really <clears throat> when that during that age is really when the the adolescent really starting to form who they are, who they mm-hmm. believe they are. And so identity, I think, is huge That's, because yeah, because you think about it, you're going into seventh grade and, you know, I, I remember when I was in seventh grade. The ninth graders were the coolest people ever. The yeah. eighth graders were the coolest people ever. The, the sophomores, all right. those guys are cool. So what am I doing? I'm trying to match my identity, yep. my reality of who I am to match theirs. Mm. And so as parents, constantly reaffirming, hey, no, like asking questions. My sister-in-law is really good with just being intentional about asking questions. Hey, how was today? Right. How do you feel about yourself? So on and so forth. And the people may think that's silly, but it's so vital. That's it's good. so important. So at middle school is that, okay, they're going to start to form who they believe they are. Right. And so, well, I think it's important in those moments to then reaffirm who they reaffirm, are. Reaffirm, exactly. So, you know, when they say, I like art and I'm an artist, and then all of a sudden they come home and, man, art stinks. Mm-hmm. No, you, you're an artist. You mm-hmm. like art. That's okay. And, even, okay. and maybe dig why. Maybe yeah. they saw, some, maybe someone said right. something that, oh, that stinks. You know what I mean? Like, dig deep. Right. Why, why have, why the sudden change? And, What's even more important, and you can relate to this, is not pushing your desires yeah. on them. Just because I love football and sports, I have four right. girls. They may not like anything to do with sports. I have to be okay with that. I have to be okay with them 
want to do what they want to do. No, I will tell you that I tried to get both of my kids to root for the University of Michigan. Do they? I dressed, I dressed both of them in Michigan gear. When, though? When they were babies? Yeah, from birth. To, to... Still now. <laughs> well, this is one of the... You're an example. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday I went and put Jeremiah's, son. T- <laughs> Jeremiah's t-shirt on. No, I'm just kidding. No, we still we buy them. The for sure, now. for yeah. sure. But, but you, uh, you like, get the concept. I do. Mm-hmm. Like, and just, not for Olivia anymore. She decided to be a gator. She's a gator? Yeah. Yo, my dog. But the now kind of not really like she was a tebow liker oh. and then once tebow left florida she stopped paying attention who to didn't like tebow though well florida state fans <laughs> <laughs> i walk in that one yeah tebow is a great guy to like yeah. but the idea is don't make, make sure kids are able to express themselves right. in the context of a biblical right. moral standard right so i don't want people to get confused and when kids come into you and say, I feel like I'm this. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's talk about that. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a whole nother podcast in itself. Yeah. Um, it but is. I'm, I'm, I'm more referring to the gifting that God has given them, mm. the, the things that they seem to find interesting. Like just because your, your daughter may be really into uh, a certain type of, of music, again, funnel everything through scripture right funnel right. everything through that and then let them, let them have it all right yeah. I, I don't understand why my daughter loves to watch v- youtube videos of girls playing with these silly toys i don't mm-hmm. i don't get it but i'll embrace it i'll you know i mean i'll allow whatever right. it is to go and so um yeah uh so yeah so um anyway so yeah just so what about a high schooler man high school is even more difficult yeah because they're just a cluster of everything yeah what would you want them to know or to really be prepared for let me see so if you're in high school i think what becomes vitally important is the relationships that you form mm. the relationships that you are in and even i'll even say this the relationships that you don't form yeah so i had a friend of mine told me this and it was this profound he said having no friends is just as bad as having bad friends. Now, the context right. is he was still listening to his negative thoughts, his negative voices, yeah. his negative opinions about himself, blah, 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 blah. And so he's like, hey, that's the same thing as having bad friends. And yeah. so the idea is form good relationships. Man, I, there are so many, so many instances, so many stories I can tell you yeah. that people got, get in trouble and it links back to the people they're around. Mm. And you know, high school is the, a big relationship pool. People are just trying to be in relationship, trying to to connect with one another, so on and so forth. And so yeah. that's that's what we want. We want to, I want the high school kids. That's why we, we push youth group, right? Right. We push being around godly people because who you're around is who right. you'll really end up mimicking and copying. It can be really difficult, though, to figure out, you know, within the context of stepping into a new school, mm-hmm. especially a new grade, uh, who's going to accept you? Who's going to like you for who you are, where you're going to be able to find those friends even. Um, and, and I don't think that stops at school. Right. I don't think it stops at high school. Mm-hmm. I think that, that all of us navigate that when we get into something new. Right. You right. know, so how do we as people really, because we all, we all have new things. 
So we start new jobs, we may go to a new church or move to a new city or, you know, whatever. how do we navigate new things in, an, in a healthy way? Man, it has to be slow and steady, first and foremost. Yeah. And what I mean, not, not necessarily like physically, like, you know, but like mentally aware, like being aware of what's happening around you. So if I am, <clears throat> if I am jumping into a new job, I'm going to, I'm going to take it slow. Okay. I'm. If I'm just at an entry level, mm-hmm. I'm not going to usurp certain authority because I don't, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm going to take it slow, learn. Best way to do that is be gentle, be yeah. be generous, be kind, be loving, and get to know people, so on and so forth. So we gotta, it's got to be slow because people, sometimes they start new things and they think it's got to be like, nah, I'm going to blow through this thing. And so I want to I wanna add something and mm-hmm. tweak that a little bit because of some of my experience. Um, when you're starting something new, serve fast dude that right there you say you do that all the time i can't but lead slow (laughs) so i had this well i had this principle um and man mr thomas i love you um he's he's amazing probably one of the best leaders that i've ever been around uh and he came into when i was teaching uh, a christian school and he had been the the principal at lakeland high school uh, before that, mm-hmm. and the principal at another school, and I mean Lakeland High School is is the big deal in Lakeland. Right. And he comes to this Christian school. Are they the Dreadnoughts? Got, yeah, yep. the Dreadnoughts, like state champion yep. winners. And I Chris mean, Rainey right there. Right. Florida Gator. Right. Uh, Jeff Dems. Well, yes. Florida Gator. Okay. Pounce but, um, Twins. Yeah. Florida Gator. Okay. Just so you know. Uh, but but he comes <laughs> in, and while he came in, in the most incredible way, the first meeting that he had. The, the lady who was our headmaster, uh, Miss Collins, she was away for a family emergency. And he comes in and he's running this meeting with teachers who have been there, some of them who had been there since the foundation of the school. And he runs this meeting and, and he starts off like this. He says, you guys are great teachers. You guys know what you're doing, but you guys have needs in your classroom. Here's what I'd like for you to do. Tell me what you need and I'll go find a way and make a way to get it. And there were teachers who needed desks or chairs or books and materials for their classroom. And man, let me tell you, he, he busted his rear end to find a way to pull all those resources together so that the teachers could teach. Wow. And it just showed me something huge there that when you start something new, serve fast. Serve fast. I because I think if you serve fast, you set everything else up for success. Because I'm going to tell you, my respect for, he had every right to come in and tell us what we were doing wrong and tell us what mm-hmm. to do because of his experience. And there were things that he eventually tweaked. There were things that he eventually made different. And he's made his impact on that school by making things better. But for him to come in with every right to come in with that expertise and instead to come in with an attitude of a servant, man, that, that just represented Christ right there to that, I love that. And that works in any context. It really even, does. Even if you're an entrepreneur, you're starting up a business by yourself, find a business that you're trying to be like and yeah. serve them because you're learning at the same time, you're establishing um, networking, yeah. so on and so forth. Man, that, if you're starting work in a new ministry <clears throat> at church, walk in and serve. Serve. Just like, serve. I don't don't try to change it. Don't try to fix it. Just walk serve. in and serve. Yeah. People honor people yeah. who love to serve. Well, and let me tell you, I was I wanted to know what he what input he had at right. that point. I wanted him to come into my classroom and tell me what I could do better. Because he wanted to make me better. And yeah. he showed that from the get go. From the get go. So yeah, I think serve fast. Yeah, so starting new, I think that sums it right there. Yeah. Like if you're starting something new, serve fast. And we can even tell our kids that. Like, how yeah. can you serve? 
And then you can you can even serve by being kind, like you know, doing certain things. But yeah, I, I just I just love that. But you know, I do want to just acknowledge all the teachers, right? Yeah, that are some who are starting new, brand new, yeah, brand new, and maybe 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 it's not they're not their first year teaching, but their first year teaching yeah. in this new world of education with the effects of COVID. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and. uh Man, I know at some at some point in this podcast we're we're gonna pray for them and honor them yeah. and whatnot. But gosh, bro, real quick, just give an encouragement to yeah. You live with a teacher. You're married to a teacher. Like you know the world. <laughs> you were a teacher. You spent time as a you teacher. You spent yeah. time, so you know that world. So yeah. like, what kind of encouragement would you give mm. all of our teachers now as they're about to start into this new school year? I would I would tell them you can do this mm. because teaching is about students. And it's not just about curriculum. Come on. You're going to teach curriculum, but it's your love for students that's going to set you apart. Absolutely. And so go in and love your students. And you can do that with a mask. You can do that without a mask. You can do that six foot apart. You can do that close together. Be creative and let God speak into you mm -hmm. how you can love your students. And when you love your students, I'm going to tell you, as I loved and served my students, it opened up the door and the window of their heart to hear from me and to learn at a better rate. Um, there, was, there was one year where uh, it was a tough year. And man, first, first test in algebra, uh, I think every student but one in that class failed that test. Stop. Yeah, no, every student but one. And so I went back to him and I just loved on him and, and said, hey, listen, we're going to be in this together. We got this, but um, you're going to work your tail off. And uh, we went back to work and I told him, I said, I'm here for you. I'm here before school, after school, during lunch, whenever you need me. But we're going to make it through. I believe in you. And if it was about, if it was just about the curriculum, you wouldn't have cared that much. No. It would have just been, okay, let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Yep. That's good. So love your kids. And you got this. Awesome. You got this. So PK, as we close out, can yeah. you pray for all the students? Yeah. And then really the teachers uh, as we head into this fall Absolutely. semester of 2021. Absolutely. Come on. So Father, I thank you so much for new opportunities. Yes, Lord, uh, new opportunities can seem a little bit awkward. They can seem uh, a little bit overwhelming. But Lord, I pray that you would be with every student that's getting ready to go to school tomorrow. And I pray that your presence would be with them, that you would walk with them and go with them. Lord, those who are struggling to wonder whether or not they're going to fit in, I pray that you would reassure them that they fit into your kingdom. And so they already have a place. They already fit in. And Lord, I pray that you would provide friends and other people who may be struggling with very similar outlooks, but uh, but they're leaning on you and, and they, can, they can use a friend that loves you. And so Father, I pray that you'd put and knit people together that uh, believe in you and trust in you that can minister and, and encourage each other pray that you'd also be with our teachers and lord i pray creative ideas yes. lord i pray that um, that that no mandate that comes from the government would stop us from loving kids mm -hmm. and and pouring into them lord i pray that you would encourage teachers that you would build them up that you would give them a hope in this time and i pray that you would help them to communicate the things that they need to do the curriculum but more importantly love and that the students are valued and that they're important and that they can learn they can accomplish things i pray that you communicate that uh, through those teachers to those students and i pray that you would make this year their best year ever because of the love that they have and because your presence is in those rooms. I pray that you would infiltrate those rooms and be there with every teacher and every student. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, that's the podcast. Hey, I want you to know we are we have an audio version. The link's going to be in the description. Please connect, share with family, and 
We'll see you in a couple weeks. Yep. Love Later. Y'all.